up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where is the standard at? We in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, The Gift. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. Romans 6 and 23. If you ask, say, I have it. One person in the whole building got Romans 6 and 23. Well, I guess we'll just have a, a call off. When you get it, say, I have it. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, Romans 6 and 23. We're going to put our focus basically on one thing in that verse. The Bible says, for, by, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. I want to talk to you about the gift. A gift is that which is freely given and not secured by negotiation. You can't cut a deal to get it. You can't have it personally brought to your house because you and somebody agreed that they're going to give you a gift. That's not what we're talking about. When we were without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Somebody say ungodly. So none of us should think that we deserve salvation. Salvation is a gift. Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. We are a chosen generation. So he's not just talking about the Jews. Matter of fact, the Jews have been put on hold because now this is what is called the church age. So therefore, we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, that we should magnify and glorify the Lord who has called us out of darkness and into his marvelous light. We needed somebody to stand up for us when we had no help. We needed someone to come and redeem us when we were lost and undone. And God sent his son Jesus to be the savior of the world. That's a big job. That's a humongous undertaking. But he did it. He said out of his own mouth, don't no man take my life. I lay it down. I've got the power to lay it down. And I have the power to take it up again. And just to think about this. This Bible is written to the people of God. To the believers. 
It's not written to the Muslims. It's not written to the Jehovah Witnesses. Not written to the Baptist Church. It's written to those that believe. And so if someone comes up with another doctrine, another Bible, another edict, that's on them. Believe the word. And move forward. To be saved, one must come to Jesus Christ by faith after hearing that God sent his son. His son gave his life. Three days after that, Jesus was raised up from the dead. That is forever truth. That is the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's the good news that you don't have to die and go to hell because you are arrogant and ignorant. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So we have to understand that there are none of God's children that are ungifted. Let me tell you that again. There's no such thing as being born again and not have a gift. And I think what has happened to a lot of us is that we have some kind of way configured our mindset to believe that all that are gifted are those that are singing in the choir, those that are deacons, those that are ushers. Baby, please. We're only here for an hour or two a weekend. So what, 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 what else is supposed to happen? What, what happened to the gifts? No, there are gifts. And there are so many gifts until we don't understand all of them. But every one of you is gifted. Say, I'm gifted. So if you're born again, you have received the gift. Now here in this 26th verse of, of uh, Romans, the 6th chapter, there's a sordid ring starting out on this verse. The wages of sin is death. Now people normally get paid wages after they do a job. They look for that, that eagle to fly on Friday. Or they looking for that eagle every other week. Or once a month. Because those are wages. Wages happen to come as a result of work done. If you go to work, you should expect to get paid. Amen. Those are wages. And, and Caesar doesn't mind you getting paid because he's got his palm out to get them taxes. Am I right about it? And even though we pay taxes on the money we earn every week, every month or whatever... We still have to settle up with the IRS on taxes we have already paid. That's another subject. So some people are working hard to get to hell. They are pushing with everything they got. They hate preachers. They hate deacons. They even hate choir members. There are some people that hate anything that has God anyway attached to it. They don't have the tolerance for it. They don't want to be bothered by it. So they're working their way to hell. They don't want Jesus. They don't want eternal life. They don't want anything as it relates to salvation. And so God says, okay, I tell you what, I got you. Since we're using that today as a euphemism, we've gone through a lot of those in our lifetime. I'm black and I'm brown. We always got something going on. Now, I'm good. But are you really good? You're not good if you're not saved. Mm-hmm. Just words used. But listen, people that reject Jesus and don't want him in their life at all, 
They're working to get to hell. And I need to tell you, nobody's stopping you. Because if you don't turn around at the hearing of the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, and receive him as Lord and Savior, then you will go to hell. You will end up in the lake of fire and brimstone after the great white throne judgment. Now, I don't know who's been lying to you. I don't know who you've been listening to, but I just told you the truth. So the wages of sin is death. All of us were born in sin. We were shaping in iniquity. What is sin? All unrighteousness. What is sin? Coming short of the glory of God. That's what it is. And every one of us, every day of our lives, comes short of that glory. But the major difference is between us and those that have not accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they don't have no backup plan. Their sins remain on their book. But somebody paid for everybody to be redeemed. But it's only good for those at the moment that receive Christ. Amen. Make no mistake about it. And y'all quit being turned all around by listening to these foolish people. You'll never be stable. God wants you to be stable. Unmovable. Steadfast. Always abounding. No matter what happens at the house. No matter what happens in the workplace. Always abounding. What does that mean? Going over, above, and beyond. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Because what? You know your labor is not in vain. I know sometimes you feel like whatever you do for people, that didn't amount to anything. Oh, yes, it did. Oh, yes, it did. So we have to understand that the sordid part of this verse is that sin factor. The wage of sin is death. And without Jesus, you're going to die. You're already dead. Those are hard truths. I don't, I, I don't have no better way of putting that out there because that's what God said. And God forbid, we are in a generation now where everybody's trying to please everybody. I'm trying to please him. Amen. And that's what you ought to be trying to do. So the gift. But is a connective conjunction. In this same verse, God doesn't want us necessarily focusing on the wages of sin. He does if that person is not born again, have never accepted Jesus. You better pay attention to that. But the wages of sin is death. But, for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is a gift. When we were without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. And, and, and it's something else here. This gift is in fact a person. And we're not talking about human trafficking. We're talking about for God so loved the world. God did. That he gave. That was his motivation. That was his inspiration. That he gave his only begotten son. That's Jesus. That whosoever believeth in him. Should not perish. But have everlasting life. That's a gift from God. That gift came from God. It was not bartered up. It was not bargained with. It was a gift that God gave. Why? Because he made us. And because he made us, he assumed responsibility for what happens to us. And he made a way out of no way when he sent his son to redeem us. He did not send his son to save a bunch of 
nice, nasty people. And we meet them every now and then. Oh, I don't do that. Oh, I haven't done that. Oh, I, I, God forbid. <laughs> Have you forgotten you born in sin? That mama wasn't no good? Oh, see, now this, this gets real tight. Wasn't nobody born into this world any good except Jesus. How in the world can a woman who's a sinner have a saint? It's not going to happen. So God fixed this thing up before there was a foundation, before there was a world, before there was a north, before there was a south, before there was an east, before there was a west. And holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost over 1,500 years to get this Bible. God ain't concerned about no Koran. God is not concerned about no book written by the Catholics. God ain't concerned about any of that. When I say he's not concerned, I didn't say he didn't care. I say he sent his own book. And in his book, there is life. There is liberty. So we have to understand that this gift is a man, it's a person, it's the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. For thou shalt call his name Jesus. That's what the angel Gabriel said to the Virgin Mary. For thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Salvation is in none other. For there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. You got a problem with Jesus? No, you need to look in the mirror. Your problem is with yourself and your unbelief. Amen. No other Savior is coming. No other name is going to be given. No other redemption is on the way. That's it. And it happened over 2,000 years ago. At a place called Calvary. In the hands of a young man that was 33 years age. Earth time. But he was older than dirt. He walked on water. He raised the dead. He gave sight to the blind. His name is Jesus. Now. The gift of God is very clear. I don't know why we keep trying to get all deep. There are some deep things in God's word, but could you simply read it and simply understand it? It says, the gift of God is eternal life. Now, wait a minute. What man on this planet can make eternal life temporary? Tell me! But so many people believe you can be saved and lost. Where did you get it from? Who told you that lie? Who told you you were naked? Oh, that's... That's another scripture. <laughs> huh? If God says you receive my son Jesus, you have eternal life, what is the problem? I tell you what it is, unbelief. Don't believe it. It's too simple, they say. God knows us. He made us. He knows all about us. And he knows if it was really complex, we couldn't handle it. So what did he do? He simplified it. He brought it down to the lowest denomination. He put the cookies on the bottom shelf so the kids can get them. You're lost without him. And there's nothing you can do to be found or saved without him. 
So without him, you don't have eternal life. But with him, we do. Now, what is eternal life? Eternal life is that life which was with the Father from the beginning, in the beginning. It's the Zoe, Z-O-E. It's the Zoe kind of life. It's the life that streams from Almighty God. His son is the epitome of that thought because Jesus is eternal life. So eternal life is a person. And when one receives Jesus as their Lord and Savior, confessing with their mouth and believing in their heart that God has raised Jesus up from the dead, immediately, somebody say immediately. Say immediately. Immediately the Holy Ghost takes that individual right then, right there, and baptize them spiritually into the body of Christ, the gifted one. And gives eternal life and says you will never perish for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in Jesus should not perish but have everlasting life. How dare you tell somebody that they can be saved and lost? Where did you get it from? What Bible is it in? Who wrote it? Because eternal life means exactly what it means. Eternal. And if you notice, God, our Heavenly Father, is eternal. So every gift that he gives is what? Eternal. Everything about God is what? Eternal. So it's his eternality alive working in the heart of the believer. He says, go there, do this. Go over there, say that. That's a gift. It's the gift of the Holy Spirit to every believer. So we need to understand that that is the basic gift right there, the Holy Ghost himself. And to be more specific, God gives gifts to each of his children. Okay, it ain't that deep. Tell your neighbor, it's not that deep. Now watch this. There are some of you all that have two children. Come Christmas time, and you know you got your tree up. You give gifts to little Johnny and to little Susie. And oftentimes, they don't get the same gift. Now, if you being evil got that much sense, then what about God? So there's no need of no jealousy in the body of Christ because Papa may have. Mama may have. But God don't bless you child. You got your own. And you ought to praise God for it. You got your own gift. And that's what you need to work on and concentrate on. Not what somebody else has. But what God has given you. There's no need of anybody being envious and jealous and all out of it because such and such and so sing better than I can. Well maybe have you thought you just background music. But when you get wherever you're going... You can tear a computer down and put it back together. Ain't that a gift? It sure is. You, you, you can take a carburetor part and put it back together. Isn't that a gift? Well, why did that gift come from? It came from God. There are some people that can bake. I know Angelina can bake almost anything sweet. Now you go try it. You want to be Angelina? Go try it. Can't nobody eat it. Even the dog don't want to eat it. 
We all have our different gifts. And the gift that comes from God to every one of his children is eternal life. That's why if we sin and confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us. Why? He's never going to give up on us. He's the God of a second chance. He's the God of a millionth chance. He just wants us to go on. If we fall down, he will pick us up. Doesn't the word say, if a just man falls seven times, the Lord will raise him up. He ain't going to ever stop loving you. He's never going to stop blessing and giving to you. He's never going to stop upholding you with the right hand of his righteousness. Praise the Lord, everybody. That gift is eternal. In 1 Peter chapter 1, go there. As we make our way talking about the gift. Can you say, I'm glad I'm gifted? Yeah, you ought to be. And see, a lot of times we have to, we have to search for what we are good at. And a lot of times, the things that we are good at are the things we don't like. Because we want our gift to look like somebody else. I remember when I got filled with the Holy Ghost years ago at a Charles and Francis Hunter meter meeting down on the riverfront. All I had was three words in tongues, but one of the tiki. That was it. That was my best shot. They say, receive the Holy Ghost. I say, but one of the tiki. And that, that lasted with me for over 15 years. That's all I had. That's all I had. But then there was somebody else standing next to me. Sounded like they had dropped down out of heaven and they had a choir behind them. Holy and I'm wondering what in the world. So I got ashamed of my little Bawana Latiki. And I stopped using it. Because the devil deceived me. That ain't nothing. And right now I'm thinking about my brother James. When we were children growing up in the housing project over there. James came to me one day. I had a dime. And he had a nickel. James is my older brother, oldest brother. So he looked and he says, I will give you this nickel if you give me that dime. You see, it's bigger than that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gave James my dime for his nickel. We need to know what the value of what we have, what it is worth. What it is worth. When people are jealous of you, it's because they're not operating in their own anointing. Come on, Saul and David. His Saul was a king. King of Israel. Yeah. He was the people's choice. David had always been God's choice. The people chose Saul because he was the tallest man in Israel. You know he was tall. Well, if he was so tall, why didn't he go out and handle Goliath? So being tall don't make you bold. <laughs> what did Saul tell David? You go and the Lord be with thee. <laughs> so what happened is that when they came back from the war, now, these women didn't mean no harm, but they was probably out of the soprano section. So when they saw Saul and David, 
the women started singing. Oh my goodness. This was the song they sang. Saul has killed his thousand, yeah. But David killed tens of thousands, yeah. Saul said, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Ain't I the king? What? 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 And from that day forward, Saul set his heart out to kill David. Some people can't stand it when other people get accolades and they don't get them. I hope you're not that kind of person. You got to remember, you're not in this world by yourself. Other people are here too. And everybody deserves a fair shot at it. So there's no need of being jealous. You just need to go to the Lord and say, Lord, what is this gift that you've given me? Because this is the way this works. One gift unlocks another gift that unlocks another gift that unlocks another gift. Let me give you something to look at. Jesus pulled fish out of fish. Today's message, The Gift, FC3091, FC3091 is now available on CD for only $10, and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail a request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119, or email us, Comcast.net. Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. the trouble all over the world. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart 
I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Now I see.